How one woman's love and the ability to see the worth of the women in her country inspired her to return and help them rise above being victims of abuse by providing a safe haven. You're listening to Rock Your Kindness, a new podcast presented by Love What Matters and dedicated to highlighting incredible stories surrounded by kindness. I'm your host, Tracy Farron, author, speaker, cancer thriver, and online creator. But what I really love to do is inspire others to be kinder to themselves and those they encounter. Because you never know how your kindness can change the trajectory of not just your life, but the life of another. We are building the Amani Rescue Center in a small village about 15 minutes from where we met. Kenya is a country full of beauty and nature, but also a country where growing numbers of women are living in abusive circumstances with nowhere to go for help. With no government assistance and a lack of many resources like we have here in America, many women are trapped in these horrible circumstances. Over 40% of women and girls in Kenya from ages 15 and older have experienced domestic violence, with many cases going unreported due to limited resources. The center will be for abused women, widows, and orphaned children. These women and children will have a temporary place to run for rescue. We will meet all their basic needs and provide training for them to build an income to support themselves and their children. So let's talk about Imani. What does Imani mean? Imani means faith, and it's also our daughter's middle name. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it means Imani. Love, I have a daughter named Faith. Oh, nice. So you can call her Imani. I love, I'm gonna call her that and see what she says. Like, what? Figure yeah. it out, honey. Google it. <laughs> Google it. So let's talk about that. Like, how did you get into that? When I met Terry, I could tell there was something more. It was not just, hey, we have this cute love story. Because everybody, people say, you guys could write books with your love story. But we always knew there was more to that. There was absolutely more to that. Growing up in Kenya and getting to see different things, I always wondered, how could I help somebody? But I needed help myself. So I'm going, this, I don't know how I could help somebody. And then years ago, before I ever met my husband, my aunt, not a religious person, anything. She loved chewing tobacco. I love buying it for her because that's what she was. That's what it is. And I remember her telling me, she said, Veronica, one day you will go to a faraway country and you will come back and help people here. Never thought anything of it. And I was like, Oh, auntie, you say a lot of things and brush it off and that was it. That was like before you ever met my husband. Kenyans are some of the most hardworking people I know, but lack resources and opportunities to get them up and going. Not everyone can afford a college education to get a professional job, especially those in the village. Even a minimum wage job requires at least a high school diploma. A hands-on job skill is life-changing something that can never depart from someone because it becomes a part of the person. This is where our organization comes in. We will start with sewing. Once the women are trained in how to sew and are ready to take on life again, we will buy each woman a sewing machine and give them a small capital to start their own small business so they can begin to earn an income. The orphan children will have a permanent home at Amani Rescue Center where we will provide for all of their needs. 
We will create a profile for each child and their needs and offer our partners the opportunity to sponsor a child so that they will have direct communication with them through letters, pictures, postcards, etc. Many have argued the issue that domestic violence is not that bad in Kenya, while others criticize our shelter for making Kenya look bad. I can argue that yes, it's that bad and more. I grew up hearing that you keep your problems to yourself, that you don't talk about your issues, and that no one needs to know your business. I now know that it's okay. Women in the village most of the time choose not to speak up due to fear of judgment, safety concerns, and a lack of support and resources. I want to encourage them to never be ashamed of sharing their story. Someone out there cares and is willing to listen and help. There is hope. In Kenya, there's a lot of abuse to women. There's a lot of it, a lot of it. And it's because there's more the mentality of men are still in charge. He's like person who's in charge of the home. He's the one who's providing, he's the one who, so it's like, he's up here and then you're down here. And I always saw that. And I always wondered, you can't just be beat by somebody and you wake up and everything is fine. There has to be, that can be normal. So would you say then that women aren't valued as much as men over there? Like their value isn't seen as the same. I would say yes. And someone could argue and say otherwise, but I would say yes. There was an, a lady, it was on the newspaper and I had shared it on our Imani page. And this lady bumped on somebody on traffic and all these men from all over, everybody was trying to grab her and do everything they could. She was like being ripped to people, grabbing her dress and ripping it. I was so angry. It was the most horrible thing to see. If that was a man, nobody could have done that. Nobody could have done that. Just because she accidentally bumped someone. She bumped somebody and all this man is like, oh, these ladies, you can't even drive and all these things. And, and they were grabbing out the window and grabbing her. It was horrible. And yeah. I know for a fact, if it was a man, none of that could have happened. And all these people got arrested, but they were out. Like it really wasn't taken that much serious. And I feel like our Kenyan government can do better at protecting women. It really can. And I told my husband, I said, I may sound crazy, but one of these days I am going to sit in the office of the president and I will tell him, you have got to do a better job at protecting all women. You have got to. And people think you're never going to do that. You know what? Only the sky's the limit. Nobody said I can't. There has to be a better way. You can't just beat your wife at the same time you say you love this person and you beat this person because you know she has nowhere to go. She has nothing because you provide for her and she just accepts and moves on. We're trained as a culture. Don't talk about your problems. Don't tell anybody what's going on with you because there's nothing they can do. That's a problem. Depression is crazy. Depression is really bad everywhere. It's really bad in Kenya because it's silent. Nobody wants- For the women. Yes, nobody's talking, even for the men because nobody is talking about it. But mm. especially the women who are going through abuse, most wouldn't say a thing. Someone will come with a black eye and you ask and they'll be like, oh, I felt. And it's, yeah. when I moved here, I had trouble sleeping because time change, eight hours difference. So when it was daytime in Kenya, I'm supposed to be sleeping here. So it was a little different. And I woke up three months after being here. My husband and I woke up. It's going to sound crazy. 
but we both woke up with the same dream. He woke up, went to the bathroom, came back, and he was telling me, he said, I had the craziest dream. He said, I was dreaming. We had built a place, had children, and some were older, some were younger. We had women. I told him, I said, I had the same dream, and I was not even sleeping. I was awake because I couldn't sleep. And from there on, we told ourselves, there's a reason to this. How can we do to be able to make it happen? Clearly, we had no money. We just really got married. We're like, we don't know how to do it. But we never gave up on it. Literally, ever since, we talk and breathe Imani. We didn't have the name then, but we were like, how can we be able to make it happen? So in 2018, we would go to Kenya once a year. It took me about three years before we could return because of my immigration to get everything squared away. But we were going every year and we would save up our own money, go to a local orphanage, and we would buy food because food is a big thing. We would always go put money aside to go and buy food. Did we have money to buy that food? We didn't. But you know what? We had a little bit more than somebody who was there because they had not. We would buy food, take a truckload, go and distribute it. I remember one time we went to this orphanage and the lady was in tears, the matron. They call her matron, someone who is in charge of taking care of the children. And she said, I had just fed the kids the last meal. I didn't know we were going to feed them. And then you guys showed up. And at that moment, I stopped and I thought we could do more. And we had been going every year. We would go to the church where my husband built and my husband built in. We were always trying to help where we can. We would take friends with us and we would set a budget for everybody. We would say, okay, we know everybody's spending their money to go there, but you have to set aside a certain amount of money. When we go, we're going to go to this orphanage and we'll buy food and go and take food. They don't have to have a steak so that they can have food. You can go and buy corn and bean. It'll be grinded. It'll be made as flour and it can go a long ways. I grew up there. I know how tough it is. I know what can go a long way. So we would always like budget and everybody was always on board. We always went like six people and we would always like contribute, show up with a truck full of food. In 2018, after we were going back and forth, 2018, I remember getting a call from my friend in Kenya and he said, Veronica, you've talked about wanting to start this project to help people, right? I said, yes. He said, I found the perfect piece of property and you have to come and buy it. I said, we have no money. He said, Veronica, I don't care what you have to do. It's five acres that you've always fought for. You have to come and buy it. I said, John, we're speaking the same language. We have no money. He said, I don't care what you have to do. So every few days, John would call me and he would say, did you buy your tickets yet? I said, John, we have no money. He said, Veronica, you have to come because if you lose on this one, you'll never find another property. And we always knew we want to be able to have a bigger piece of land where you can do more. You can grow food and feed people. You can build and all of it. So you know what we did? In two weeks, we planned a trip to go to Kenya to go and buy this land because we knew we have to be able to do it. We went, bought the land, and then we came back and we're like, okay, now what? Okay, we bought the land. This has to happen somehow, but we don't know how. People literally thought and they still think we're crazy, but we know we're not. We bought the land and we were like, perfect. Now we have taken the first big step of faith. Now we have to build it. Wait a minute, we have no money. We still have to pay the mortgage of our house that we took to buy the house. But you know what? God provided, we paid off the loan. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Then we told ourselves, okay, maybe we can sell everything we have and then go and try to figure out how to do it. But we need water. We want to be able to have solar because power, you get power in Kenya like sometimes two weeks out of a month. If you have people who are staying there and you have well and you have everything, you have to have power that you're going to be able to get all the time. So we told ourselves, we need to have solar. We have to build. And then we're going to do an irrigation system where we're going to grow food so that we can feed the people who come in. The well water will provide fresh water to the community for everybody. So we're planning all this. We have zero money, zero. Yeah. But we know we are supposed to do this. We've been planning and talking, Tracy, for years. Last year, our organization was approved and we got our 501c3. So we're like, okay, now we can actually fundraise. You wouldn't believe right now we have raised $90,000. People from everywhere, people are willing to give their time. We were bagging groceries at a grocery store to raise money for Imani. People are coming to give their own time to bag groceries. And even if we were going to raise 500 for that day, we didn't care because that was 500 we didn't have. And that's 500 that's going to make a difference to those women and children. Mm-hmm. Women in Kenya make over 50%, over 40% have gone through abuse or are going through abuse. A man to hit a woman in Kenya, not a big deal. It's like just another day. When I was 10, I remember experiencing this woman. Every night you would hear screams because people don't have 911 to call for emergency. So if a woman is being beat, she screams as loud as she can, middle of the night, whatever. And then the neighbors, everybody comes to rescue that person. And I remember I was around 10 years old and we could hear screams coming. And me and my parents and the neighbors, we all rushed towards, you get out, we would get up and listen. And you try to hear which direction is the scream coming from so you know where to go. We all rushed and this woman was on the ground. She had been beaten so bad. Husband came home drunk and she asked him, you drank all the money so the kids have no food. He beat her so bad, he had grabbed a brick, Tracy. And he said, tonight I'm going to finish you off. And he was going to drop on her. Everybody came and we rescued that woman that night. I remember my mom telling her, you don't have to stay. But where did she go? She have children. The following day when she woke up, 
She was apologizing and defending the guy and saying he didn't mean it. He was drunk and he didn't mean it. He would never do that again. And it wasn't the first time. And I told myself, there has to be a better way. Someone who's supposed to love you, they beat you like that. And you actually defend the person. But I couldn't figure out what to do. So when we bought that land, it was like, I don't care what we have to do. We have to go. We have to go and help Tracy. Even if we help one person, it will mean everything. That one person can have a place to go to for rescue. So our goal when we build Imani Rescue Center, we want to have a safe haven for battered women, widows, and orphan children. These women will have a safe place to go to. They don't have to feel like I have nowhere to go because most of the time it's because they have absolutely nowhere to go. That community where I grew up, I had never seen a shelter. I came to learn about women's shelters here. And knowing that we're going to have a place that someone knows I don't have to stay and let him hit me. I can go somewhere with my children. I'm going to be safe. My kids will be fed because most women will stay because they don't have a way to feed their children. They know if I stay, my kids will eat and they'll have a place to stay. But if I leave, we could be homeless and they'll be hungry. And everybody wants to protect their marriage and that's great, but you don't have to stay and become a drum to anybody. And knowing that I get to be there, growing up in it, being that kid that went to school with no shoes, at times we went hungry, but I get to go back and show those kids in the village, your circumstances don't define you. There is hope. If I am here, I am today to help you, God can also elevate you to help somebody else. Don't give up. That, it means absolutely everything. And we can't wait. We want to be able to have this women. When the women come, we don't want them just to come. I feed you for a day. You stay as long as you want to stay. Then it's time for you to go. And you're back to square one. We want to give them a hand up. When the women come, our goal is to teach them a skill. And right now we're starting with sewing because sewing is affordable. You can have a manual sewing machine. And that woman does not need electricity to sew. All she needs is to be healthy and have a sewing machine. We'll teach them how to sew. Once they learn how to sew, we'll buy them each a sewing machine and give them a small capital to start their own small business so they can be able to provide for themselves and their children so that they never have to feel that you're stuck. You never have to feel he can punch me and I just stay because I don't have a way to feed my children. There's hope. Teach someone a skill, that skill will stay with them forever. Because most women, they're so far out in the village, they speak a tribal language, they don't even speak English. And to get someone like that to even get a regular job, you need a high school diploma. They don't have that. But if I can teach you something that you're just going to do with your own hands, it'll never depart from you. Children who are orphans who have a permanent home will provide all their basic needs. We're going to provide all food, place to stay, all of it, school, medical all of it. How we're going to do it? God knows how we're going to do it. We have the vision, we have the plan, and we continue to gather people to be able to support this mission. And I have no doubt it's going to be bigger and better than we ever imagined. We're going to have the well to use it to grow food. We'll have an irrigation system, so we'll grow food on the land so that we can be able to feed the people who come there. 
everybody who comes through those doors, it's going to be a we mission. It's not a they or it's a, no, nobody. It's you're part of it. We're going to grow food together. If someone is healthy and they're able to get on the garden to pick out some weeds, we all do it together because we want people to feel ownership. When you have ownership to something, you treat it with respect and you love and you enjoy and you're going to do excel in it. So that's what we want to be able to do. The well will provide fresh water to the community. And then we're going to create a program for each child profile. John is five. John has diabetes. I hope John doesn't have diabetes. John goes to school. He's in fifth grade. John has this and this and this. And then we'll give people an opportunity to sponsor a child. This is not a child you're going to sponsor through such a large organization. You'll never get to know if anything went to the kid. This is a child that you can come and visit and actually see the kid. You can write to the kid. You can be communicating and get to know what does he or she like and build those relationships. That's what we want to be able to do. So far, we have raised $90,000. We still need to raise, our goal was $160,000. So we still need to be able to meet the rest. But we continue to talk to people. We continue to share businesses, organizations, people. It's our organization. My husband has been asked so many times, why would you leave everything in America? You live such a great life to move there. He always say, there's nothing anybody can give me that will be better than what I'm about to go and do. I'm the same way. There's absolutely nothing. I recently quit my job doing mortgage loans, worked hard to get that license with English being my third language. It was very hard to get the test, to pass the test because it has a 57% passing rate. When I went to my boss, I said, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you that I wanna make all the money in the world. I have to go and do what God called me to do. I have to go and give hope to others. I have to go and help others. He was like, okay. And there's nothing better I'd rather do than that. My message is this. We all need a shoulder to lean on at one time or another. And there is no shame in seeking help. There is indeed a better tomorrow. Be brave, talk to someone, and seek help. I am here to be a voice for the women in the village who cannot get on Google to search for shelters nearby. The woman who feels like she's stuck without a way out. The woman who feels like no one cares. The one who feels like living with her abuser is her only option because he's the only one who cares. She lives with an abuser who beats her whenever he sees fit. Her only hope is her voice, a voice to scream for help and pray that a good neighbor will hear her in her darkest hour and come to the rescue. That woman in the village has no emergency number like 911 to call for help, not even a cell phone or minutes to call 911 if it was an option. She cries at night and wipes the tears off in the morning and acts as if nothing happened. She stays because she knows that her kids will have a roof over their heads and some food to eat. She stays because there is nowhere to go. There are no shelters in her village for her and her children to temporarily go to. There is nothing. She has no education to look for even a minimum wage job because she needs at least a high school certificate or diploma, which she doesn't have. She only speaks her tribal language because her parents couldn't afford to provide education for her. She has no job skills and now feels stuck and can do nothing but live with the abuse. 
If she leaves, she and her children will be hungry and homeless. But if she stays, he will continue to abuse her because he knows she has no other options. She stays hoping for a better tomorrow, but tomorrow never comes. Can you imagine that? I have seen it firsthand. I was about 10 years old when in the middle of the night, we heard a woman screaming for help. I, with my family, along with other neighbors, rushed towards where the screaming was coming from. When we arrived, the woman was on the ground, severely beaten. Her husband was holding a giant brick and was about to drop it on her, screaming at her that he was going to finish her off. We arrived just in time to rescue her, which probably saved her life. The following day, she was defending him. She was embarrassed and made excuses for him that he really didn't mean to hurt her. She stayed. She knew and he knew that she had nowhere to go. It broke my heart and I thought to myself, there has to be a better way. It was devastating to watch while feeling helpless at such a young age. This is a woman I am advocating for. I choose to be her voice. I choose to be a voice for the many children who are left orphans. I choose to do something. I choose to get up and go with the hopes in making a difference. I know together we will make a difference. How can you help? We can't do this alone. We need you. We may not all be able to fly to Kenya to help these women and children, but we can stand together and partner with Imani Rescue Center financially to be a part of making a difference by visiting our Imani Rescue Center website and clicking donate. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all donations are tax deductible. You can give a one-time gift, and you can also be a long-term partner by giving monthly, quarterly, or annually. This will help with operations costs to continue with our mission. Once we are operational, we will also extend the opportunity for groups and individuals to partner with us by coming in person for mission trips at the Imani Rescue Center. No gift is too small. We need everyone's help. Individuals, churches, organizations, businesses, and connections with people or places that you know that might want to partner with us. So the money is going to build the shelter. So the money is to be able to build a shelter, draw a well, and install a solar system. And how are you guys doing the fundraising? Right now, it's been literally us talking to somebody and someone will connect us with somebody. The one big fundraiser that we've done has been bagging groceries for tips. Mm-hmm. We did that through a grocery store called Hy-Vee. And I remember reaching out to the marketing coordinator. She had never met me, did not know me, but she fell in love with our story. And she said, Veronica, I want to do what I can do to help. She said, I'll set you guys up to do bagging groceries for tips. All you have to do is get volunteers. I gathered over 50 volunteers. People are bagging groceries three hours at a time, 10 to one and one to four. And in July, we did two weekends in July and we did two weekends in August and we raised over $15,000. That's amazing. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And you're in Chicago. We are in Peoria. Two and a half to three hours from Chicago. Do you have like a social media page and stuff? Yeah. This? We have the Imani Rescue Center page on Facebook. I also have an Instagram account. It's also at Imani Rescue Center. So we share our stories on Facebook, local radio. We have an amazing guy. He's been on radio for literally over 30 years. He has told our story. He has connected us with people. He does it at zero dollars. He's never charged us a dime. Talk about kindness, Tracy. Yeah. So many kind people out there. Local news. When we were doing the fundraiser, they send somebody to come and share the story and tell people, hey, Come and support these people at at the grocery store. Go buy your groceries and give $2, give $5. And people have come from all over and supporting this mission. And it brings me so much joy to know that people are stepping out of their comfort zone to support people they probably never meet. And when people say bad things about America, I have different views. Americans are the most loving people. Americans have loved these women and children that they've never met. They have given their time, they have given their money because they want to make a difference to change someone's life. And these children just struggling, it'll be so good for them to know that you're not forgotten, God loves you. You have people love you from all over and people are there for you. And it takes someone like you, though, to bring awareness to what you're fighting for, what your mission is and stuff. It's hard for me to even explain because I have seen so much kindness from others and I just can't wait to deliver it. I can't wait to deliver and teach those kids to be kind to somebody else. Like you have someone who have loved you so much that they're willing to give up $50 a month of their income that they could use to go and buy a new purse or something so they can support you to be able to eat, go to school and have a place to stay. That means absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. Yeah. So when you guys raise the whole 160, that's when you're going to start building and everything over there? Our goal is to actually move before the end of the year. Wow. Because here's the thing. We have talked and planned, Tracy, for many years. We have to take that step and get there with all the money or without. $90,000, people will start having fresh water while we wait to build Mm -hmm. free. We can start irrigation system. We can grow the food and we can start feeding people. Another organization told us that they will be willing to help us distribute food. They would give us food for us to distribute to communities because a lot of people right now the amount of hunger that's going on in Kenya right now, it is, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch a pregnant woman struggling to have nutrition in her body. It's so hard to see a breastfeeding woman 
not have anything to give to this baby. And it's like, it really breaks my heart. And I tell myself, if nothing, I can be there and be able to provide food for someone. There's nothing worse, Tracy, like to not have food. You can go without shoes and be okay, but to not have food, nobody should have to go through that. And I get so emotional about it. Sometimes I get mad at myself because like, I need to hold it together so I can explain myself, but it's because I have lived it. I have seen it. And I cannot sit and watch anymore. I have to go there. Yeah, I love that. I just, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to go back and meet this little girl when a mom was a single mom and died and left two kids, my older sister and her. They went through horrible things. They were treated so bad, being denied food. I remember my mom saying, if I could take you, I would. But she couldn't just take the kid. So we would try to give her food because everything would be taken from her. So when we returned to Kenya one year, I saw her and I told her, I said, you wanna get in the car, we'll go for a ride. And I was crying because I'm going, man, God bless me so much that I'm able to get in a plane to travel back. And here she is, she doesn't even have food. And I was talking to her and I told her, I said, I'm so sorry, everything you've been through. Her sister, at 14 years old, she decided to get married so she can provide food for her sister, her little sister, and a place to stay because she couldn't handle to see them go through so much. So at 14 years old, she destroyed her life to save her sister. She got married to a grown man just so they can be able to eat and have a place to stay, and that broke my heart. When I saw little Jay, I told her, I said, I promise one day, one day I will come back. And I will help little girls like you so they never have to go through what you went through. She calls me Auntie Veronica. She said, Auntie Veronica, I can do is pray for a blessing for you. I pray that God will bless you and that you would never lack. I have never laughed, Tracy. And now it's time for me to go and deliver the hope. It's time for me to go and deliver that promise. And I can't wait. And I can't wait for her to maybe one day tell you her story because she has such strong faith. She never lost hope. She never lost joy. Even after everything she went through, she was there praying for me. I was a mess. I'm a mess right now. I was an absolute mess. I was an absolute mess. I love that. It really sounds like maybe for those who are listening to this episode, the best way to help support is probably to donate. Is that right? Yeah, that's the best way to to be able to help us is because I tell people all the time, not everybody can get in the plane and go to Kenya, but we all have an opportunity to make a difference. Yeah. We all have an opportunity to make a difference. We want to meet the big goal of the building and everything else. And then we need the monthly continuous support. 
to be able to sustain the place because we're going to have to hire a few people. We're going to hire someone to be watching over the children. We're going to have someone who is security guard. We're going to have someone who is helping with like the irrigation system, growing the food. That's some of the professional things we can't do. I don't know how to sew. So we have to have someone teach others and pay that person. Also, it'll be such a good thing to be able to create jobs. We may not create a hundred jobs to like a hundred people, but we could hire five people. And those are five people who are going to actually have a way to provide for their families. So it's not just we're helping this women and children you're also helping a community that people could use help. And knowing that sometimes I think and I go, it's really happening. It's a village. I grew up there. I was raised there. These are people that I know. And knowing that I get to be there and show them that you're not forgotten. If I'm here today to help you, you also can be in another place to help somebody else. And where can people go to donate? Can people do like a one-time donation or get put on like a monthly yes. draft to donate? Yeah, people can do that on our website, imanirescue.org. And then there's the donate button. People who want to give one time, they can also go on the website. It has the option one time or monthly, or we also have a 53555 text option. You text the word Kenya and it takes you directly to the donate button in our website. Love that. We need to bring this dream to reality. Our vision is to change one life at a time. Give a woman a fish and you feed her for a day. Teach a woman to fish and you feed her for a lifetime. For anyone who may be in an abusive relationship and feels like there is no way out, there is hope. Talk to someone and seek help. Your life matters. I would also like to encourage anyone who may have a dream that feels like it's never going to happen, big or small, not to give up. Keep moving, keep praying, and keep planning. Our dream has taken over a decade, but by Amani, meaning faith, our dream will soon be a reality. You are so amazing, and I am so excited for you and your big move here soon. And no doubt it will be successful. I love that you have such strong faith and you're taking action. I believe you have to take action, right? You can't just have faith and sit around you can't. and hope that things will fall in your lap, but you have the faith, but you're also taking the action. You don't always know the next step, but you're like, if I just do this, I know the next thing will come and you're working towards it. So I'm so grateful for you. The world needs more Veronica's and Sophia's and Terry's. Thank you so much. As we close up, is there any last minute thoughts on your heart? Is there anything you want to share before we go? Can I read you something that I wrote? It's about three minutes. Read. Okay. Cause I've had people who would ask me, Why Kenya? Why do you have to go to Kenya? So I wrote this and I'll read it to you. It's called Imagine. Imagine being a woman in an abusive relationship in Kenya where you feel stuck with no way out. You live so far out in a small village. Your abuser beats you and your only hope is your voice. A voice to scream for help and pray that a good neighbor will hear you and come to your rescue. You have no 911 to call for help not even a cell phone or minutes to call that 911 if there was an option. You cry at night and wipe the tears off in the morning and act like nothing happened. You stay because you know your kids will have a roof over their heads and some food to eat. You stay because there's nowhere to go. No government assistance, no shelters in your village for you and your children to temporarily go to. No nothing. 
so you stay. You have no education to look for even a minimum wage because they require at least a high school diploma. And you only speak a tribal language because your parents could not afford to provide education to you. You have no skills and you now feel stuck and can do nothing but live with it and tough it out. If you leave, you and your children will be hungry and homeless. But if you stay, he will beat you again because he knows you have no other option. You stay hoping for a better tomorrow, but tomorrow never comes. Can you imagine that? I have seen it firsthand. I have responded to those screams. It is devastating to watch while feeling helpless. I choose to do something. I choose to get up and go with hopes to make a difference. This is why we will build Imani Rescue Center in Kenya, to give hope to women and children for a better future, to provide a safe haven for them to run to and their children, meeting their basic needs, and most importantly, teach them a skill so they can have a way to provide for themselves and their children. We want the children to grow up knowing that they are God's best, no matter their circumstances, because he loves them dearly. Our goal is to change one life at a time, to give a hand up, not a hand out. Give a man or a woman a fish and you'll feed him for a day. Teach a man or a woman to fish and you'll feed him or her for a lifetime. We know we can't help everybody, but if we can help and save even one, it'll be all worth it. Sometimes people just need help. This is a universal concept that is relevant to all people, no matter where we live or where we come from. Those women and children suffering in the village with no food or anywhere to run to for rescue will never have the opportunity to share their story. So I get to be their voice. Those orphans will never have the opportunity to reach out and say that they have no food and no home. You are their voice as well. Because no matter how far we all are from that village, we all have an opportunity to make a difference by partnering with Imani Rescue Center. I feel so encouraged and so blessed that I was that kid in the village who went without food or shoes. And now because of people like you, this village kid gets to return to the village to encourage those children and give them hope. There is a better tomorrow. I love that, Veronica. Thank you so much. And I know you say if you could just change one life, but I'm a big believer that one life changed is generations changed. So it's the gift that really keeps giving. So when you're changing one life, I mean, just imagine actually how many more lives you're changing from that one life. There's a Chinese saying that goes, if you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help somebody. Helping others feels good. It brings a sense of belonging and reduces isolation. It helps us keep things in perspective. It helps make the world a happier place and it's contagious. The more you do for others, the more you do for yourself. If you know someone this story might resonate with, send them a link to this episode. Also, tag me on Instagram at Tracy Farron and let me know what part of this story resonated with you the most. The best way to help support this show is to rate, review, and subscribe. Your support means everything. Until next time, rock your kindness.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.